I'm Sarah. And we are the, the Squad, Squad Ghouls. We're here recording on a beautiful Saturday yes. morning-ish. Well, it's, it's technically afternoon. It's, <laughs> it's one. It's technically afternoon. Yes, it is. Uh, but we're super excited. We're going to go see the new Conjuring movie after we record. So excited. So much fun. All the good uh, movies coming out now. Oh, yeah. Finally, we can go back to the theaters and oh. see them like normal people. Yeah. And I know that it's available on HBO Max. But if you are able to go to a theater, if you are vaccinated and safe and are in an area where it's, you can do so, please patronize your local theaters. Yes. Also, they separate the seating too yeah they the, do so you're not like sitting next to a bunch of, you know that thing where you never wanted to like sit next to somebody you don't know oh, guess yeah. what you, you got your wish anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah you and i have seen four movies together now i know and it's awesome i know every time I my mom's like it. what are you doing i'm like i'm going to see a movie with sarah <laughs> i'm going to see a movie because we haven't been able to in a year <laughs> It's crazy to think that it was that long. It was like 15 months before we got to go see movies. I'm so happy the country's opening back up for I the most know. part. Vaccinators. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have a joke for you. Okay. Um, why don't skeletons fight? Why? Because they don't have the guts. <laughs> I don't have the guts these days to fight either. I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm just too tired. Yeah, same, same. Life is hard. Life is so hard. <laughs> uh, well, I have one for you too. Ooh. Who helps little pumpkins cross the road safely? Who? The crossing gourd. <laughs> God. It's so cute. Always one of my favorite parts is the corny jokes. I'm just oh, gonna say it's they're they're so bad. <laughs> it's so good. Yes, they are. Um, um, well, so a little bit of ghouls news. Um, just a quick reminder: we are Kitty FX Shop brand ambassadors. Uh, use your code. You use our code. The, oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, use our code Squad Ghouls for fifteen percent off of your order. And uh, Allie actually just dropped her summer slasher collection. I was gonna say that. Yeah, they're the cutest. Did you I, see the little Chucky earrings? Oh, you know what? I ordered a bunch of stuff, and I got the mail <laughs> when I went to pick up our food. And it was my package was delivered, so I need to uh, show you all the fun spooky yes, stuff. Yes, yes. When uh, I cannot wait, I'm really excited. I got so much stuff. Um, and we were talking about movies. So one of the movies that we definitely like go see. It was amazing is the quiet place too yes i don't know about you on the edge of my seat the oh entire my God. time watching yes it yes. was just so, so much anxiety yes. the whole freaking time yes over the like just a ton and it grossed like over 58 million dollars just in the first like four day weekend Didn't just over it? memorial day weekend i thought i read somewhere that like opening day it beat cruella wow yeah I'm surprised. I am too. Because Corella was really good too. Corella was also really good. We also saw that. Yes, we did. And the whole like, you know, Pantages. Or no, no, El Capitan. Yes, El Capitan. El Capitan Oh yeah, experience. which was really, really fun. They have a lot of fun costumes, like all kinds oh, of yeah. things from the from the movie there. It's yeah. really a fun experience. They didn't have everything open down under, but they still had the costumes and stuff out and about. But yes, it yeah. was great. And also separated seating. So yes. they had all the parties separated. Just Every other row. You definitely want to get on there and make a reservation. Fast. Because it fills up really quickly. Yes. And last bit of ghouls news before we go into booze news. <laughs> this will actually be our last episode for a while. Mm, uh, the, the near future. 
Um, unfortunately, as you can tell, because we have a special guest star, Daniela. Um, Bree's not able to be here today. Um, life's getting a little lifey uh, between work and school. We're just, we're super freaking busy. So, unfortunately, this will be our last episode for the foreseeable future. But, hey, tell your friends about us. Should we get into our booze news? Yeah. Booze news. Booze news. What you got, Dee? <laughs> um, well, I don't know about you guys. Um, so, Tom Hiddleston is starring in a new uh, series on Disney Plus premiering June 9th, Loki. Oh, um, my boyfriend! I know. It's I actually It's actually going to air the day that this uh, episode comes out. Oh, um, man. It's a six-part miniseries. It takes place, like, after the events of Endgame. Loki steps out of his brother Thor's shadow, embarks on his own adventures. It's supposed to be really fun. It's also starring Owen Wilson. It just looks really funny. Like, you know I, what I love about this? There's no freaking rules. Yes. Because in Endgame, he got the Tesseract and then he went God knows where. Yeah. But it, we're about to find out. He's in like a completely different realm of time. Yes. So this there's no be, rules. Yeah. This is going to be really, really fun. I'm so excited for this. Um, also, um, we mentioned these, this, uh, how do you say it vendor or what are they uh, like an event um, well they are a vendor they do sell crafts and stuff right but they also coordinate all these different like spooky events yeah and yeah, yeah we went to ghoul's day out uh, a couple weeks ago which was <clears throat> a really fun event at a church in la mm-hmm. super fun lots of photo ops um spooksy voo events is doing another spooky expo july 24th and 25th at frank and sons collectibles in anaheim why the hell does it have to be my <laughs> wedding anniversary weekend um, Oh, maybe you, you and Jared can go in the middle of a, your Disney day if you need a break. Damn it. Why has it got to be anniversary weekend? Right. Um, they're going to be featuring over 40 spooky vendors. Um, you can go follow them at Spooksy Boo Events for all the updates um, on Instagram. It's a Spooksy Boo, which is S-P-O-O-K-S-I-E, Boo Events, all one word. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited cause I want to, I might go get myself some more spooky things. Dude, send all the pictures. I'll buy you all the things you need. I'll be sitting there while <laughs> Disneyland is out of food. In your, in your life, <laughs> in your virtual queues. In my virtual queues. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, exciting news. So you mentioned how much we loved A Quiet Place too. Oh my God, the best. Guess what? what? There's a third installment already in the works. No. Yeah. Okay. So there's a third one that's in the in the works now. It's not a continuation of the story. It is a spinoff. Oh. Um. Okay. Yep. So Jeff Nichols, who also did Midnight Special, has signed on to direct, and it's based on a separate idea from John Krasinski. Interesting. I know. So it's going to be, as I mentioned, a spinoff, and not the third installation and paramount pictures already has a release date for this oh wow march 31st 2023 it's gonna come before you know it dude it's already june of 2021 how did we get here i don't know but like (laughs) i said passage of time means nothing until i start looking at all of your small humans (laughs) and all of your little humans are becoming bigger humans and i just don't know where time's going baby's getting more teeth don't remind me i know she's already almost to her nine and three quarter month selection of the sorting house that's or, gonna or be the a sorting fun hat. day i know <laughs> um and then last but not least and the so let's talk what we do in the shadows so my the favorite the second season in my personal humble opinion was way better than the first the first one had some gems um but the second one to me was like every episode was gold i agree freaking loved it i agree um now 
exciting news season three is going to premiere on thursday september 2nd why is it gotta be so far away well <laughs> yeah it's like three months away <laughs> is it wait yeah. oh shit june to september yeah three months away i'm sorry i have no concept of time it's a we're Clearly. still in a pan, we're still in a pandemic there's no <laughs> rules um so the first two episodes are going to be on fx that night okay i'm bummed because there's only gonna be 10 in total mm, i'm like come on boo. but Give us more I know. And <laughs> and I loved where they're taking the story with Guillermo being uh, a vampire slayer and, and a relative of Van Helsing. Right. Um, so season two ended with that revelation. Um, so now the housemates in season three are all going to be in a panic about what to do after discovering that Guillermo is indeed a vampire slayer. Oh. So they're going to be elevated to a new level of power and they're going to encounter the vampire from which all vampires have descended. Ooh. I know. And then there's also going to be a tempting siren, gargoyles, werewolf, kickball. Fucking sign me up for that. <laughs> um, Atlanta Kitty's... Atlanta Kitty. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. Uh, Atlantic City Casinos, wellness cults, ex-girlfriends, gyms, and supernatural curiosities galore. And also, Colin Robinson is turning 100. Oh my god. I love him. He's my favorite. I know. Because I've worked with so many Colin Robinson's in my day. <laughs> right. It's not even funny. Um, and then Nandor is going to be faced with his own eternal life crisis. Mm. Um, and he tries to inject his life with more meaning. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder what that's going to mean. I don't know, but I'm super excited. I am too. It's one by far like one of my favorite shows right now. I know. And I mean, Haley Joel Osment in the premiere of season two was fantastic. <laughs> I was cry laughing. That was amazing. Like, why is he here? But, but also, I'm so happy. He was a zombie. Yeah, I know. It was, so it great. was great. It was so great. Um, <clears throat> and so uh, going into our businesses that we like to uh, shine a spotlight on, um, one of the ones that I chose because we actually picked up some of her stuff at ghouls uh, day out and yep. absolutely loved it is jossie boss boutique and that's a j-o-c-e boss boutique all one word on instagram her name is jocelyn she goes by joss and she's the owner and seamstress uh, she makes clothes for pinups and creepy ghouls of all shapes and sizes she's a local los angeles california artist so you can pretty much find her at any of the spooky events like going on oh yeah. you know in in southern california she mm -hmm. pretty much goes to all of them um you can find her on instagram at jossie boss boutique and there's a link for her website on there um she also um you know, like I said, frequents a lot of the just uh, expos if you want to go and like see her stuff kind of like in person. Um, we both uh, purchased some really cute stuff. Um, right now she's doing a thing on her Instagram where you can get a mystery package. Oh, yeah. And get like $40 worth of goodies for like 20 bucks and $60 worth of goodies for like 40 bucks. Total mystery, total surprise. So if you're into that, definitely do that because that's ending uh, June 12th. And, you know, we all love a good discount. Oh, shit. You know right. what? That's soon. I need to buy a mystery bag yeah I, I, yours was so cute i got some really fun like head uh you know head wraps and yeah. a really cute like tote bag and then um some other just cute clothing goodies totally random you're just gonna get whatever but it's all cute i'm i'm okay with this yes yeah i think it's fun 
I, I like mystery. I, do too. I like mystery stuff. I like a good surprise every right. so often. Also kind of puts you a little bit out of your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. Like it might send you something you maybe not would think of wearing, but then you're like, hmm. But you might like it. You might like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, the business that I picked is an artist who goes by the business name of Chicken Lips. No, not Chicken Foot. The super group <laughs> with Sammy Hagar. Chicken Lips. Um, and it is actually an artist by the name of David H. Everett. So we see him and I, I'm dying to buy something of his, but I can never get onto his Etsy store in time for his site drops um but we see him every year at midsummer scream um and a lot of the bigger conventions doesn't he have those really cute like figures yeah. and things like that oh my god yes. i love him they're almost um if anybody else other than me loves british television and british children shows uh it his art is almost in the style of like the wallace and gromit yes. kind of stuff yes but it's all kinds of spooky stuff it is skeletons it's chickens it's crows it's i mean you name it he's got it um oh and he does the candles with the grumpy faces yes, and stuff. they're so cute mm-hmm. he's got witches and pumpkins um all kinds of super fun stuff so he does etsy store drops every so often follow him on instagram his handle is chicken lips uh for all of the updates on any of his new site drops he also has a website that features more of his art and some more info about him it's www.chickenlips.biz not dot com dot biz it's the shiz is he gonna be at that uh thing we're going to in a week i don't think so oh the carnival de la lune get your tickets for that too guys yeah they're oh and don't freaking delay on that they are almost sold out yeah Um, vip is sold out our carny package is almost sold out and they're already at 70 percent capacity for general admission so get on it yeah definitely get on that Mm -hmm. but yeah chicken lips check them out and this week, we are going over the Amityville Horror House documentary. All things Amityville. It's on Discovery Plus. Yes. Um, which uh, I think, how much is that? It's like just $6 a month. So $7 a month. So cheap. But also you can find like all the fun, you know, shows that are on Discovery and everything else on there. Mm-hmm. Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures, Ghost whatever everything train there's like a thousand different ghost shows just by the way oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) Um, but this particular documentary and i was really surprised when i when i saw that it actually aired in january and that i didn't the ads didn't start popping up for it for me until recently it's the shock docs i know right and they're really cool i think i want to go back and watch some more yeah yeah because one of them the bald guy i i didn't write down his name and i should have but the bald guy was on ghost hunters okay um which was on sci-fi yes but you know what i liked about ghost hunters they never found anything (laughs) but but i liked it because it was plausible because like you know no shade to zach bagans i doubt that you're finding that much stuff every single time no but i mean it, it could very well be possible but i possible but not likely but i liked um ghost hunters because they didn't find anything most of the time they're like nah this place isn't wasn't there like one episode of ghost adventures where they actually had the ghost hunters crew in their show and they like all did a little thing together yeah they did yeah yeah that was fun yes um <laughs> getting back to it because i totally went off topic no 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 it <laughs> um, so it aired january 4th 2021 it's directed by tom jennings and it was written by kenneth jones 
Um, the documentary basically dives into the story of the Lutz family who moved into the home uh, following the infamous DeFeo murders and everything that unfolded over the 28 days that they lived in the home. And it goes day by day. Yes. So they go day one. This is what happened. Day yes. two. And, and so on and so forth. It was really interesting. Um, you know, there have been so many different movies about the infamous Amityville house. Um, I've always been the biggest fan of the original 1979 yeah. Amityville horror with James Brolin and Margot Kidder. That's still to this day my favorite. Mr. Barbara Streisand. Yes. Was in a horror movie. Yes. I freaking yes. love it. And he is good. He's really, He's really, really good. good in it. It was amazing He's acting. Like so creepy 70s. Such great acting. Um, I didn't hate the the remake with Ryan Reynolds in 2005. It was It is okay, but... By far, you know, sometimes you just can't go go wrong with the originals, you know. Um, for those who have not seen the Amityville Horror, it is uh, a based on a book that came out in 1977, which was actually um, based on the Lutz's family accounts, but embellished. Yes. Um, the person who wrote the book, I took some of the things that the Lutz family it, it told them. some liberties. And might have embellished some of the facts, which I think is what kind of, I think, caused a lot of people to call them liars and, you know, say that it was a hoax. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there have subsequently been so many different films about this house and documentaries, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this documentary, though, because um, it features a lot of footage um, from archives. So, mm-hmm. like, really old footage of the Let's, uh, let's you know, George and Kathy Let's Talking, yes. um, the DeFeo trial. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a lot of things. They have the priest who came to the yeah. house. There's, like, footage Father of him yeah, talking about his experiences with the home. And I was just, when I was watching, I just had the chills, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the whole time. What this family endured while they inhabited that house was, you know, just horrifying. And it just really gave me chills. And it was, it was really cool. You know, a little bit of history about the house. The address used to be 112 Ocean Avenue in Amityville, New York. We'll get into that later. Ronald DeFeo Jr. murdered his entire family with a shotgun in the middle of the night. A little after 3 a.m., if I recall, which is the witching hour, Mm -hmm. uh, claimed the house was evil and he was possessed by evil, which made him do it. And he had said that a an entity had appeared to him in the middle of the night and gave him the gun and ordered him to do it. You know what else was like so chilling I mean, obviously, somebody who mur- can murder their entire family in cold and blood. And little children. And small kids. Yes. Like, We're talking, like, his little... Nine-year-old brother and... Oh, and the other one was, like, six or yeah, four or something like baby, that. Yeah, she was a baby. Yeah. He... Yeah, he was a baby. And then... Well, he had two sisters, too. Two sisters, two brothers. One of the sisters actually woke up in the middle Dawn, of the night. yes! The older one, she woke up in the middle of the night and he told her to go back to bed and she did. But you know what was really creepy, too, is they were all found face down yes yeah like having not been moved it it's just really chilling the whole the whole thing is terrifying but here's so i struggle with this and i would like your opinion too well i do believe that there are some houses that hold on to evil and traumatic and horrific events i don't know i i mean i've never been there so i don't know if the house was bad from the start And that's what possessed him to do it. Or if he just lost it and 
committed this horrible act because he had the the wherewithal and this peace of mind to dispose of the gun right and dispose of the evidence right. and act like he and go and ask for help and say somebody murdered my family and and act like he had no part in it right so right. it's like hmm did you were you possessed or did you just say you're possessed yeah or are you just a really evil dude right i right. don't i don't know right exactly but the whole part about them all being face down kind of throws me off a little bit. There's a lot about the story. It's just very so creepy. Very creepy. And just, you know, the 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 room in the basement and the door that goes to wherever. <gasps> and, oh my god, yeah. You know, just some of the accounts like the Lutz family, you know, experience, but then you actually find out later that George and Kathy Lutz even mm-hmm. say some of the things were embellished. Yes. Like, you know, the green slime, mm-hmm. I think, was one of the things that they said wasn't actually true. Yes. Um, but the flies. The flies, yes. The flies were not not true until the Warren investigation. Right. Right. Well, let's talk about the Lutzes. Yes, yes. So, George and Kathy were a blended family. Uh, George had a previous marriage that was annulled. And then Kathy had three children from a prior relationship. They were living in two separate houses, got married, and then decided, you know, we let's sell these and move into one. So, they moved in in 1975, and they only lasted, as my lovely co-podcast host uh, mentioned, 28 days. So creepy. Also days. an interesting also an interesting thing is that it was twenty-eight days. Like why just why twenty eight? What's the significance? Lunar cycle? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Or was it just that they couldn't last the whole thirty? Oh. Uh, you know? This is creepy. I know. So um, many questions. I know. Yeah, here okay, so here's <laughs> so the part many questions. Here's the part that that like did me in and I knew this, but Hearing it and seeing the furniture from the documentary versus just watching a movie, they bought the house fully furnished. With all the furniture. With everything from the DeFeos. Yes. Down to the beds that they that were the murdered children on. were murdered in. Crazy. Why would you do that? <laughs> I I don't know. Like you I mean, if I found out someone mm-hmm. died in my home or died in the home that I was mm-hmm. like looking at i'd probably be a little deterred from moving in there well so sad thing when we um because if somebody dies in your home within x period of time you have to disclose that when you sell it right at least in california i don't know if you do anywhere else i don't know if in new york because it feels like i mean they moved in within a year they did and the realtor did tell them about it and they did talk to the kids and say hey a family was murdered here but nobody seemed to care i would care i would care i would care um but when we sold my dad's house when he died we had to disclose like hey you know our dad died in yeah. this house blah 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 and the guy that bought it asked well what did he die of if i may ask and he said well he had cancer and was in hospice blah 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 and the guy's like yeah i'm gonna rent this place out so i don't really care <laughs> oh, okay like, okay well, all right then all right hmm. um but yeah they kept everything including the freaking furniture that's just creepy that's so creepy oh my god um so Knowing the house that they moved into, because Amityville is a very small community in Long Island. Yes. Um, so when the murders happened, it rocked that whole community. Um, and George's friend insisted that they get the house blessed before they moved in. 
So George and family had a friend with Father Ray Pecorino from the Catholic Church, and they lovingly called him Father Ray. So he came out to bless the house. And this is the part from the film that was a little bit embellished or one of the parts that was a little bit embellished. Right. Um, And that's when he went to go to the upstairs room, which was the boys room. But it was, it also was later turned into Kathy's, it was the the DeFeo boys room, but turned into Kathy Lutz's sewing room. Mm -hmm. And when he went to sprinkle holy water, that's when he heard the get out, that part, that really demonic, low, gravelly kind of voice. That did happen. But the part with being attacked by flies in the movie, that did not happen. No, but I think he did get the sores on his hands. He did. So he ended up bailing. And he didn't say anything to the Lutzes about what happened. So He wrong. just said, you know, is anybody going to be sleeping up there? And he said, no, it was gonna be used, it's going to be used as Kathy's sewing room. And he's like, yeah, as long as nobody's sleeping in there, you're going to be fine. And that was all that he told George. Didn't say Man. anything else. So kind of cowardly. I know. Like, how could you not say anything? So weird things started to happen, including George waking up night after night at 315 the same time that Ronnie murdered his family, Ronnie DeFeo. Um, Kathy started to have really vivid nightmares um, and actually was able to see the order in which the DeFeos were murdered. That was really creepy. I didn't know that. Almost like going back in time and yeah. reliving it in, yeah. in your own mind. Yeah, and she said that she in her dreams she could see the bullets entering and exiting oh, their bodies. Like, rough. that part I didn't know. Wow. Um, so they and you know couple that in with the struggles of a blended family that's trying to learn how to cohabitate and so forth so one of the kids danny actually mentioned that his parents started to become affected by the house they would beat him like with spoons they would march him around the house um, and just completely turn into different people angry angry people such angry people which is interesting because in a lot of stories about hauntings and possession you do hear of of just a, a feeling of anger and and over over just an over uh, just this feeling of just like you want to hurt someone mm-hmm. or you want to you know so that's that's really interesting absolutely it's this really like violent right energy Urge. yeah yes it's so creepy um some more more weird crap happens there's black stains that start to appear in the bathrooms then kathy found the dozens of flies in her sewing room um christmas night george awakens in the middle of the night and he finds the boathouse door open so then on the way back he looks up at the house and he sees the a weird figure a demonic figure in missy's bedroom yeah that's crazy well and then it gets starts getting creepy with the kids. Um, so that very next day, day after Christmas, Missy's playing in her room like nothing's going on. And Kathy heard her talking to somebody. So Kathy goes in the room, sees a rocking chair in the corner of the room, rocking by itself. And hears a voice responding to Missy. Mm. But there's nothing there. Another thing very common, you know, just with hauntings in general, mm-hmm. like you'll hear you know voices but you won't see anything you'll see dark shadows watch ghost adventures guys if you oh don't yeah watch ghost adventures like oh, yeah i do believe some of the stuff i believe some of it like 
like yesterday we were watching an episode and um you know he has a little the per- what's the camera that has all the red and the it shows the body heat oh yeah 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 and, and whatever yeah, yeah 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 and then there's like little purple blobs like going across the camera without like no heat signature like oh mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> totally totally and the stick figures I'm not so sure <laughs> the stick figures are kind of weird but but I mean you've been in rooms where you get a chill the chills yes yeah or or you go and there's just a random cold spot yes. I'm like, what? Why is Winchester House? I believe it. And I think a part of the Queen Mary. Oh, dude, Queen Mary is. There's there's some spots like that in the Queen Mary where you just feel the eeriness. Queen Mary kind of scares me every time we go to Dark Harbor because I never know if I'm going to see something real. You're like, wait, is this part of the haunt? Right? (laughs) Is this supposed to be happening? Um. So Missy names this entity Jody. And nope. and no, right? <laughs> she sounds hideous. I know, right? So, uh, and she also describes Jody as having a face like a pig, which uh, in the Bible, I did not. I mean, this is how much of my religious upbringing I remember, which is pretty much none. None of the good <laughs> stuff. Um, there's a section in Matthew that refers to Jesus casting out demons into the bodies of pigs, and then they run into water and drown themselves. That was a little creepy tie-in that I didn't realize. And also, don't uh, demons typically take the form of, of, of children? And or hooved creatures. Right, right. Yeah, yeah something like that. So creepy. Um, so they ask, at this point, this scares the Lutzes, and they ask Father Ray to come back and bless the house again. But he refused. Um, because, as you mentioned... After the first blessing, he developed blisters on his hands. So scary. So creepy. Oh my god. Um, so then day after that, George or on December twenty-seventh, George wakes up again at 315 to what sounded like a marching band tuning up. Um, but only he could hear it. Nobody else could hear it. The kids, so the dog, weird. Kathy, everybody was asleep. Only he could hear this incredibly loud noise. So weird. Yep. Um, and then a couple days later, Kathy goes down to the basement and this is where she finds that red room. So she goes to move a bookcase only to find that there's no wall behind it, but there's a painted red room. And when the dog went down there with her, the dog lost its shit. Trust your pets. Oh my God. They know. They know all the time. So, uh, one of my lovely, uh, audio big sister from work, Becky told me an old wives tale. And because this was the day that Peanut was freaking out when she saw something in the laundry room and I was telling her about it and how much it scared me. And she said, you know, there's an old wives tale that if you put your your head behind theirs and we look, whoops, I just hit my microphone and uh, look between their ears. You will see what they see. No way. I know. That's scary. I know. You I almost don't want to do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, girl. Uh, don't do it. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> I don't want to see what Peanut no, sees. No, no. Um, yeah, so the dog lost its mind, and that room stank, oh, apparently, God. which is also uh, supposedly a sign of demonic possession of some sort. Yeah, There's a very putrid smell. Like a sulfuric smell, yes, right? Like yes. almost like... um, Like, like uh, rotting eggs. Or like mineral water, like mm-hmm. a mountain spring water. Not mountain spring water, but you know, the sulfur The sulfur, the sulfur water. springs, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the, the place we went for your bachelorette party. Yeah, that water stank. It made your skin feel amazing. Oh, you felt awesome, but, but man, But God, did it stink. It takes a minute to get used to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally um so this part i now i didn't know anything about this part um and it wasn't it creeped me out so much so uh 
George and Kathy attempt to bless the house on their own. And, you know, opening the windows and saying the Lord's Prayer, blah, 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 blah. But it just made everything worse. Mm. So that night, George awakens with sleep paralysis at 315. And he can hear the sound of his stepson's beds slamming against like up and down almost like in the exorcist so he can't scream can't do anything he tries to get help from kathy but sees her levitating on the bed next to him and moving away from him that's crazy yep and then george feels the presence of a hoofed creature that sits on the bed Mm. wow like I I would I would just lose it. Oh my god. I would lose it. Yeah. So that was it. The Lutzes were then told by the church, you need a GTFO. So they did. At four o'clock that afternoon, they left the house. They left all of most of their belongings, like dishes, plants, oh, furniture. Yeah. They just left with some clothes and went piled in their van and went to Kathy's mom's house. But even as they were leaving, this was the scary part for me too. As they were leaving. There was banging happening in the van, like something banging the outside of the like walls. Like it didn't of the van. want them to go. Yes. Like it was yes. trying to keep Like it was there. trying to hold on to them. That's crazy. And the van got knocked around on the road. Wow. Like something was taking control of the wheel and wow. trying to swerve them off the road. How freaking scary. I, I, I can't. No. No. I, I don't know if I'd be able to deal with it. I'd probably never sleep again. No, never. <laughs> um, so after they left, the Lutz family then contacted Jerry Solfin, who is a parapsychologist, for some answers. Um, and they didn't feel like he was helping them quickly enough. So on February 15th, after they had left the house, they uh, completed a press conference with Ronnie DeFeo's lawyer, Esquire Weber, um, to tell their story. He then tried to get them to sign over all rights to their story. And they were like, nah, man, this isn't what we're trying to do. And they just completely left the spotlight. Um, But then Laura DeDeo, who is from, she's a local reporter in the area, reached out and wanted to meet with them. And they agreed to an exclusive investigation. So enter our favorite pals that we're going to go see uh, in the form of Ed and Lorraine Warren. (laughs) Um, So what was interesting about the Warrens, because I know that there's a lot of There's a lot of garbage and negative rhetoric around the Warrens' investigations. Um, Like, they were out for money, and a lot of them were hoaxes and blah, blah, blah. What was interesting about this one is they didn't ask for any money. All Mm -hmm. that they asked for was... And and I thought that this was interesting. It actually, to me, gives them a little more credibility. All that they asked for was money to cover their gas and toll fees. Yeah, I agree. Like, don't even buy me dinner. Yeah, they weren't making anything from it. They literally just did it out of their own, you know, accord. They sure did. Um, So a creepy connection that I didn't realize they had, um, but a creepy tie between the Warrens and the DeFeos. Mm -hmm. Ed's mother passed away on the exact same day at the exact same time, and it's issued on her death certificate as Ronnie DeFeo murdered his family. That is very interesting. That was so creepy. Yeah. So as soon as they get into the house... um, George Lutz refused to go back in. Um, Laura showed up late. The the um, investigative reporter, she showed up late. 
And George Lutz started to feel sick even being near the house. So he's like, nah, man, you guys, you guys are late. I'm just going to hang here. Y'all can go and do this on your own. So as soon as the Warrens get in there, Lorraine starts to get terrible visions. And as she's going up the stairs, um, she described it in the documentary as trying to go up a waterfall. Like there's water just rushing at you. Yeah, like a pressure. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. that much resistance trying to go up. Like a salmon swimming upstream. A hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> um, and she continues to feel sick. So Ed then goes down to the cellar and starts provoking all the evil spirits down there. Um, and then they end up scheduling a seance in the first floor dining room. And they have two other mediums come to assist one by the name of Mary Pascarella and another by the name of Alberta Riley, who confirm that there's a dark presence and that a priest is going to need to exercise the house. Mm. At one point, Mary is so overtaken by the spirits in the house that she had to lay down on Missy's bed upstairs But when she turns her head and looks up, she encounters a group of entities standing outside the door waiting for her. So scary. So scary. So she then looks at them and says, the Lord is with me or God is with me, throws holy water at them and then throws a crossover in that direction Mm. and starts to hear a hissing noise. Like she describes it as um, water putting out a fire. Wow. That's so creepy. That is creepy. Um, so the Lutz, the Lutz family then sends people to go pick up important documents. They still didn't leave with most of their stuff, um, but they sent somebody to go pick up you know, medical records and all that business. Probably afraid that the spirits attached themselves to all the thing items in the house. Yeah. I'd be afraid. I wouldn't want to take anything with me. No. I'd be like, no, I just, I'll buy new stuff. It's right. not worth it. Any trace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Um, Enter Hans Holzer, who's also a paranormal investigator. He comes in two years later with a trans medium who, during her transitive state, said that the house was built on a burial ground. Mm, That would definitely explain a lot of the, you know, activity. I mean, we all seen Poltergeist, right? We all saw Poltergeist. We all seen Poltergeist, Poltergeist. right? Nothing good comes out of building over Mm -mm. burial grounds, especially, you know, old ancient Indian burial grounds. Many, many episodes of Ghost Adventures as well. Yeah, right? Everything bad happens from an Indian burial ground. Just don't build there, guys. No. Don't build there. You won't get haunted. Native American burial ground, I should say. Yes, yes, period. Um, Some fun facts about the house. It is still there. Um, The the home has been on the market, I want to say, four times since the murders. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been entirely remodeled. Like, inside, outside. If you saw pictures of what the home looks like today, you You wouldn't wouldn't even recognize it. it. It's totally been modernized. Mm -hmm. The attic windows are gone. Like, they used to say... I'm so sad. And that was one of the signature things of that home. Look like eyes. Yes. It used to stay... People used to say as if the the home was watching you. Yes, like they could feel like 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 the house was watching you. Mm-hmm. So they they got rid of those. <laughs> those are gone. Um, they listed the the house was last listed. I want to say for over a million dollars, um, but it sold for around eight eight hundred and fifty thousand. I remember when it went on the market because. I was still working. It was the last. It was 2016 because it was the last year that I still worked at uh, my prior employer, and. I remember my counterpart who's I was the director of operations and she was the director of sales and we were looking at it together and she's like so if you and I move out there and we take Jared and my boyfriend we could split it. right 
Right. I mean, realistically, $850,000 for a property. That's cheap. You know, it's like, I, I in, mean. In California dollars, that's cheap. Exactly. Um, I couldn't find any more information about who actually lives in the house today. I do know that I think the owners, one of the subsequent owners that lived in the home actually was the one that had the address changed from yes. 112 to 108. I mean, you can imagine all the all the the publicity, the book and the movies brought. You probably had people all the time just driving by like, oh, yeah, let's go take a picture in front of the Amityville house. Like, oh, my God. Yes. And yeah. yeah, that was one of the things that I loved that they showed is when the movie came out. Right. I loved that they showed all the people like people from Chicago driving oh my God. To freaking Long they Island. They were showing people from all over the place showing up to this house. I mean, if you live there, you you wouldn't want all these, like, randos on your property. Like, I can oh, only imagine no. how the people in San Francisco live when everybody gets up on their, their full house porch. Mm-hmm. Like, I did it. I'm no shame. <laughs> no shame here. I did it. Like, I'd be annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, they, you know, they changed the address. It's 100% a private residence. It is not a public. It's not open to the public. So, do not go try to go see it. Please leave the poor <laughs> residents in Amityville alone. Do not go try to take pictures on the porch. No. <laughs> that windows are gone anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, there have been no further reports of paranormal activity, but I can imagine with all of the different mediums and priests and things that have been in and out of that home, it eventually got blessed. Oh, yeah. The portal got sealed. Right. There's probably no more red basement door. I'm sure all of that's gone. It's all gone. Um, as far as, you know, George and Kathy Lutz, uh, obviously they, I think any kind of trauma like this would just have its toll. You know, so they ended up divorcing in 1980. So only a few years later. Yeah. Um, Kathy Lutz passed away in 2004. George Lutz passed away in 2006 of a heart disease. And uh, surprisingly, Ronald DeFeo was the last one to die. Mm-hmm. Um, just passing away this year. He March, sure did. March 12, 21 in prison at the age of 69. Yeah. Yeah. So funny story. Funny how that worked out. Yeah. He, uh, I... I just don't know. On on the original DeFeo murders, I just don't know. I don't either. Because while I would like to believe that it would take someone to be possessed by something otherworldly for them to do something that horrible, people do horrible shit every day. Unfortunately, I have, and I'm not even going mm-hmm. to repeat some of the things that I've seen on the news. Oh, it's terrible. Lately. But some of the heinous acts of violence that have been committed oh my gosh, yeah. against children, against elderly people, just against anyone. Yeah. It's it's terrible. It's, it's awful. It's awful. It is awful. But there have been so many freaking movies. Oh, my God. And so there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. There's 28 documentaries, movies about the Amityville horror. Some of which actually include testimonies from the actual children who lived in the house. Which is so freaking cool. I'm going to go back and watch that because I I got to know. I want to hear it from the kids' mouth because, I mean, you know, kids... I don't know. They maybe they embellish. Maybe they don't remember things exactly the way they occurred. But I don't really think they lie about those kind of things. And remember Amityville three D with Meg Ryan. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> oh, it's terrible. No, I agree. And kids, uh, 
I've recently discovered through through my my gal pal Oprah, who I love so much, <laughs> uh, the work of Dr. Bruce Perry, who is a well world renowned child psychologist who works with kids who have lived through like the most unspeakable horrors and traumas in their lives. Like if you are easily triggered or if you have had things happen to you that might trigger you, please don't read his books. They're a little tough because there are times when I've had to put them down, but he, there's this common misconception that kids are resilient and they're not. No. Like our, our parents all fuck us up in some way, shape or form. Yes. And that kind of stuff sticks with you into adulthood with some of the ways that you react to things. So Tying that back to Amityville, it's really interesting to hear from the kids what it was like for them not just to live in that house, but also live in a house with parents that have become abusive. Yes. Because evil just begets more evil and perpetuates that vicious cycle. And turned this, what seemed to be a very happy family, into a very violent Violent couple, I mean, abusing their children, mm-hmm. t- like terrified, and then just like never really be able to get your life back Mm-mm. after all of it either. You are going to forever be followed Changed by that forever. Curse. Yep. Changed forever. It's crazy. I'd love to see it now. I know. We should watch it. Oh, well, we totally should. <laughs> I would love to, like, when we go to New York on our girls trip, whenever that happens yes. to be. I really would love to take the ferry out to Long Island. Yes. And just be that tourist. We'll we'll stand on the end of the block. So we're not like right on. We can be like, you know. I'll take a selfie with it. We can be like from afar, like, you know, like creepy investigators. Like, like, like we're on like a, what is it? What do they call it? Like a stakeout. Exactly. (laughs) We're staking out the Amityville house. Yeah. You know, we won't like go like approach the house or anything. We'll just be like kind of like from a distance. Take a selfie with it. Right. Like, (laughs) (laughs) what do you think? Haunted or not haunted? Mm, Maybe at the time. I I think it's definitely been cleansed since then. Do I think Ronald DeVeo was possessed by the, the evil? Hard to say. Hard to say. I don't think it gave him a gun. No, but now... But where did the shotgun come from? Right! Like, did the family own a shotgun? I'm assuming yes. They had to. Yeah. I'm assuming so. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Probably. But, on t- like, I, I'm i with you. I don't know. I, I just don't know. I don't know. Now, I do believe that whatever shit he did stuck in the house when the DeFeo or that when the That is what I was going to say. I don't necessarily know if the house was possessed... At the time when he, like, he was possessed. But I do think that him murdering his his entire family in the house left over some residual... Bad juju. Bad juju. 100%. I'm going to take a whole lot of sage. And it did affect the Lutz family. Agreed. Maybe not to the extent of some of the crazy stories that they told. But definitely, you know... Well, and this the... The power of... Even if let's play devil's advocate and say there was no residual evil in the house. It was, it just was a horrible thing that happened, blah, blah, blah. The power of persuasion and the, the, the psychosomatic factor of you live in a house and you're sleeping in the bed of somebody who was murdered. Like, I don't know how that psychologically doesn't take 
a toll on oh, you. Oh, 100%. How and, does it not change you? Right. Like, like, how can you just be like, oh, la, 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 I'm just going to yeah. sleep in this house. No big deal. This nine-year-old boy was murdered here. Let's snuggle like, up. I'm sorry, but that thought would be in my brain 24-7. Totally. Like, every t- corner I turned, yes. every room that I sat in, I would yes. just wonder about the horror that went down there. I have the surprise second chimney in my house in that other room, and I'm terrified of what's in there. Oh, my God. I don't want to know. Oh, no. It's all, all t- boarded up, and I don't want to know what's in there. Probably some really scary dead animals. Probably. Probably a lot <laughs> yeah, of animals have, like, gone or a skunk, hopefully not. Oh, my little skunk friend in my backyard. So oh, cute. I know. I want to see your baby, your duck babies. Uh, well, the crows killed all the the duck baby no but the ducks oh the ducks yeah they haven't been back today i gotta go feed abby and costello at some point i need to see the duckies see the duckos all right all right folks well thanks i hope that you enjoyed our episode on the real amityville horror we told you the um true version straight from george and kathy not from the movie yeah um very embellished by the way super embellished <laughs> but we hope you enjoyed it um don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts uh subscribe as well so that you can get new episodes like us on facebook follow us on instagram again we will be on hiatus for the foreseeable future but hey tell your friends get us some downloads maybe we'll come back yeah at a later time yeah mm-hmm. creep it real yeah see you later bye mm-hmm.